Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 30, number 30 of season two. We're 30 episodes deep, and this has been a very interesting 2020. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, This year, one, has gone so fast. I don't know about you, but this year has felt like it's gone so fast, and then it's gotten so chaotic. And then yesterday, I went for a walk with my family, and I observed something very interesting. I went for a walk... um, And uh, we went down this walking path. We had this walking path by our house. Uh, It's beautiful. I mean, the Rancho Cucamonga Peak is in the background. I mean, it's snow-covered right now. It's really beautiful. And so I'm walking down there. There are so many people outside as a result of what's going on with the coronavirus and, and restrictions and all that kind of stuff. And people are out with their families. They're walking. They're having a great time. They're smiling. I had many, many people say hello to me and how how was I doing? And I don't know. It was like this really, really beautiful thing in the midst of all this chaos, maybe of all the fear and worry people are getting outside. Uh, one of the things that I've been doing is making phone calls to people at our campus, our Fontana campus. Uh, we have two campuses, a Rancho campus and a Fontana campus. I've been calling some of the people from our Fontana campus and people, I literally had a lady, she started laughing and she was like, we're having a family meal. I can't remember the last time we had a family meal. So all that to say is there are really beautiful things that are happening during this incredibly chaotic period of time. Uh, but I, I'm so glad, uh, maybe hopefully for some of you, that this is starting to create some new normals for you. Maybe it's starting to create something inside of you that says, yeah, I'm breaking that up too. I'd be curious, like, how have you been utilizing this time? Maybe have you been able to slow down a little bit or have you felt like you've been speeding up? But I'm really looking forward to seeing how people maybe exercise again and get out for a walk, get outside, maybe just slow down and and listen to what God is speaking uh, to you. I've been in 2 Corinthians, uh, studying in 2 Corinthians for the last month or so. And uh, 2 Corinthians 10, 17 uh, says this, Let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Let the one who boasts, boast uh, in the Lord. We were joking as a family. Uh, we went and played basketball a few nights ago at the at the park, and uh, we were joking as a family about this moment that we remembered. Uh, both boys played basketball when they were younger, and and Ben, our oldest son, who's now in college, uh, he's home now. Uh, but he uh, he, we were reflecting on uh, a basketball game that he played. I, I can't remember. It was probably like sixth or seventh grade, somewhere in there, and. Uh, so in the game, they're playing and Ben goes up. It's a, it's like the fourth quarter. Ben goes up. He does a layup or a shot. We can't remember what it was, but he made a layup or a shot. And in the moment that he did that, he spread his arms out like he was an airplane and started flying around. Uh, and we all started laughing because they were down by like 30 points. And they only had like a minute left to go in the quarter. And here he was like, oh, 
oh yeah, look at me, I just scored this hoop, and everyone's like, you're down, it, it didn't really even matter, but he was like, thinking he was big time, I remember him getting in the car afterwards, and I was like, bro, what are you doing, like you were down, he goes, I don't know, I was just in the middle of it, but I think it's a, it was a great picture, as I thought about this passage, it was a great picture of how I believe I've lived most of my life. You know, not realizing what's really going around me. I'm like Ben. It's the fourth quarter and I'm like zooming around because I think I did something really special. I did something really amazing. But here's what I've becoming and starting to become more uh, understanding more and more is this is that the closer I get to God, the more um, the more I realize how weak I really am. Uh, and, and that's been a journey for me, like a really, really interesting journey for me. The closer I get to God, the more I realize how weak I really am. And and uh, that's been a humbling, humbling thing. I would say for most of my life, uh, I have been far from the Lord because I thought I could do things without him. Now, I would never have said that. I would have never said, no, I'm doing this without the Lord. Now, I would have Christianized it. Like, no, I'm praying about that. Or, yeah, I was asking the Lord what I should do about this. But in reality, no, I I was just jamming. I was doing what I always do. And I would say that as I reflected back and I was, I was reflecting through this passage and thinking through that passage is um, that is the way in which I was living my life and have been living my life. Uh, this in April, I'll be 43 years old. I believe I've lived most of my life this way, which is a terrifying thought. You know, I, as I was thinking back, I, I, I would find myself kind of bragging about what I had accomplished. Now, I would never call it bragging, of course. You know, I would always kind of Christianize it, like I said earlier, and, and make, oh, yeah, but it, it's only through his power. It's only for his glory. But in reality, what I was really doing is let me tell you the resume of everything I've accomplished. And the more and more I started sitting in this passage and thinking about it, I realized that I was the center of my own world. Can you relate with that? I mean, can you really relate with that moment that I just talked about? I mean, it, it's very honest, very transparent. It's very real. I have, I'm not trying to hide anything back here. I'm just really kind of coming to grips with what the scriptures are trying to help me understand, you know, that let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. But I don't know if I did that well. I think I'm learning to do that well. So as you look back over the course of your life and you realize how much uh, you've done uh, in your life, uh, have you started to think through or started to realize even this moment as I'm talking about how literally little you've uh, we've done that without without praying about it, without asking God for direction? Think about how many times you didn't ask God for direction. Think about how many times you didn't ask God for counsel or for wisdom it's kind of scary, right? It's really, really scary. And, and if that doesn't scare you, it should. Because it means you're trusting yourself way too much. You, it, you, you, you literally are thinking that you are the center of the world, that everything revolves around you. And I know that well. I feel that well. And, 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 and I'm like lamenting it really, truly. This passage brought that out in me like, whoa. Wow. And I think that's what we should do in this moment in reflection to what we're hearing from God's word is that it should cause us to stop dead in our tracks and to repent. 
Like we need to repent. We need to say, oh God, I don't want to do that. Like I remember this passage as I was thinking through this, uh, this passage in Exodus thirty-three fifteen. It says this, then Moses said to him, he said to God, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. What he's saying is, if you're not going in front of us, if you're not going with us, I don't want to go. I don't want to do anything without you. I don't want to go anywhere without you. And if I'm honest, and maybe if you're honest right now in this moment, most often in life, we're doing stuff without God's guidance. Most often we're doing it to get our own accolades, our own, to say, look what I accomplished. And what Pastor Paul is trying to help us get to is exactly what Moses is getting to, which is like, we should not, we have nothing to boast about unless it's about Jesus. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. And the terrifying thing about the life in which we live is that we live very individualized lives, pursuing after our own things, which means that we start bragging. Ephesians 2 is talking about, how, about our good works, like that none of us have anything to boast in that literally this is a free gift from God. His death and his resurrection is a free gift of God. He said, literally, so none of you could boast. None of us could boast. And this is what Paul's trying to get us to. And this has been a part of his story. He is a super Jew. <laughs> he is a, a super Jew. He literally is the most accomplished Jew that we have in the New Testament. Trained under the right guy. Abided by all the laws. He went so far to actually uh, persecute and kill Christians. Right? Right? Because he believed so much in what the law was calling him to. He was there holding the coats when Stephen, the first martyr, was murdered. Right? Paul is saying, look, I've accomplished all these things. I have the best resume. But something changed inside of me. Something changed. Jesus met me. He saved me. And now I have nothing else to boast about. It's this moment of sobriety for him. And I don't mean that in the, in the form of alcohol or, or addiction, but addiction to self. He has a sobering moment where he's going, there is nothing else to boast about except for Christ and what Christ has done. That is the only thing that matters. And that influences everything I do. And if it doesn't influence everything I do, then something is off. He is saying to the church and he's saying to, to you and I, saying to the church of Corinth and he's saying this to you and I, that the only thing worth boasting about are the things we've submitted to the Lord. The only things. The only things, all the other things that we're saying, I did that, I accomplished that. We should put those before the Lord and say, I am so sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm living a life. I'm living this life opposite of what you've called me to do in the way that you've called me to live it. I've become a prideful person. And as I've reflected over most of my life, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I think I've become a prideful person and lived in a prideful way. This is so convicting. This is so convicting. It's so convicting. And, and that right there should stop us once again, we should stop in our tracks. We should stop everything we're doing right now 
And this should make us question, why am I doing this? Whatever you're doing, why are you doing it? And who am I doing it for? Why am I doing this? And who am I doing this for? Is this for my own benefit or for the glory of God? Have I asked him to lead me in this decision, in this way of life? Or am I just choosing my own path and doing it my own way? And Moses is going, no, if your presence isn't there, if your presence isn't moving this forward, I want nothing to do with it. If I can't give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, I want nothing to do with it. I want nothing to do with it. That, that we, I want to be where you are is what Moses is saying. Paul's going, I'm nothing without you. I am nothing without you. In fact, um, he talks about, oh, I can't remember where it is. In Ephesians, I think it's in Ephesians where he, he talks about all, of, no, Philippians, all of his good deeds in the, in the Philippians, all of his good deeds are, are, are like, are like, are like dung <laughs> in comparison to knowing Jesus. This is Paul going, I've accomplished everything and nothing matters. And that's why in second Corinthians, he's just coming back to us and he's saying, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Let us be a people that are boasting in the Lord, in the Lord only. So if you're going to boast, if you're going to boast, only boast in the Lord, which means you got to slow down. You got to put your heart in check. You have to ask, why am I doing this? And who am I doing this for? When we learn to boast in the Lord is when we are beginning to really know Him. When we learn to boast in the Lord is when we are really beginning to know Him. So question, what are you boasting about that you need to repent of? Maybe you're not going around going, look what I've accomplished, but maybe in your heart, you know, you know, what is it that you need to stop right now, wherever you are and you need to repent of, you know, this is an interesting time in church history, in history period. They'll talk about this for years and years and years after it, this period of time where the whole country is realizing how weak they really are and they're going to remember what we did in this moment. And maybe this moment is a moment in which you're being humbled. And maybe this is a moment which you really can turn your heart and repent, repent. So that all we could ever say is that when we boast, we can only boast in the Lord. It's for him and it's for his glory. So be patient with us, heavenly father, as we learn to give you the glory for everything. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.